0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It's Thursday, August the 13th, and we got a super friend show for you today. We always bang out the end of the week with some super friends. Action, uh, John Breach, Ryan Wilson, and myself. We're going to do some news, plus we will talk about the top quarterback and coaching duos in the NFL. Uh, in the feed currently, Should you be so inclined to go listen? There's a mailbag for Monday. There is R.J. White on Tuesday, breaking down week one odds and possible uh, gambling hints for the 2020 season. Because it's going to be weird. Home field advantage is going to be crazy. R.J.'s got a whole algorithmic thing that tells you what to do. Go listen to it. It's it's good information. Very helpful if you're gambling. Uh, And then a chat with Jonathan Jones. If you're one of those people who likes to leave reviews complaining about our discussions about Uh, the pandemic as it relates to football, don't go listen to that one because we're talking about how football might happen and how it might look and stuff about college football. Uh, the Big 12, of course, or the Big 10, excuse me, canceled Pac 12 canceled on, um, on, uh, Tuesday. And there's set to be more decisions coming with the Big 12 maybe being a domino for the ACC and SEC, but that's college football. That's their problem, uh, not ours. If you want to listen to NFL content daily, you can get this podcast, which comes out every single day, on Stitcher. Sports are back, and the Stitcher app is one of the best places to consume sports podcasts. They have a new collection on their homepage of the app for the return of sports, where our podcast, the Pick 6 Podcast, is featured. Their app is so simple to use, and it is free. Download Stitcher in the app store today. Ryan Wilson, John Breach, how are we doing, guys? Happy Thursday. hope everything is is going smoothly and and. Uh, in, in your worlds.
1: It is. And by the way, you looked a little befuddled when I flashed a two at you. Two is code for Tuesday in case you didn't know when we were talking about That's
0: what I thought you might be doing. I thought, I was like, is he talking about two conferences or is he saying Tuesday? There you go. Well done. Who's, whose code is that breach? Is that, I mean, who's, by the way, you could have seen that on YouTube. If you listen to this podcast and you like this podcast, do us, do us a favor. Go to pick, go to youtube.com slash pick six, hit the subscribe button. And maybe you're so inclined. I've actually gotten into watching podcasts on my big screen TV. Like, uh, I know that sounds, does that sound weird? That sounds weird, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. It it means, doesn't wait, read. so
2: you watch us like in 4K. Can you see this, this giant zit I have?
0: No. man has oh. zips.
2: Oh, you need I to have, I, check I, out, dog. I know, man.
0: Um, <laughs> no, uh, so like the two, uh, so Pat Mayo. We should have on before the season. That's a diva. So put that down for fantasy. He's on Pat the list. Mayo. He's on the list. Okay. Okay. All right. Just Mayo's the man. And uh, I've been on. In fact, I'm. if you watch, uh, Pat Mayo puts all of this podcast on
2: video. Is his last name short for mayonnaise?
0: <laughs> yeah, yes. And ironically, our boss, Eric K. loves Mayo. Like, mm-hmm. loves Pat Mayo. It's like his favorite podcast, non-CBS edition, of course. But EK's least favorite thing in the entire world is mayonnaise. So that's kind of ironic. But I, I watch... I'll watch Mayo and um uh, some other like golf DFS podcast on YouTube on the, on my, the big screen in my living room. It, Cause I, you know, I'm not, you know, you can't go to the gym these days. So, uh you know, not listening to as many podcasts. So the
1: channel AK, why don't you put on headphones and vacuum the the, the floor or something while you're listening to podcasts instead of lounging on the couch, watching YouTube videos all day. That's a,
0: that's a good call. Um Although I'm not sure my wife telling me to get up off the couch and uh vacuum the the living room would go over very well in this house. I do vacuum a lot though
2: well, it counts as a workout. A vacuum is a great workout that's like i I vacuum four days a week just to say I worked out
0: I will say that vacuuming you get a you get a little uh is it a spitz sweat a, a sweat going you get a sweat so, going
1: it's worth noting when Breach vacuums he does burpees in between every other row so he goes to the end of the row, does two burpees, hops up. That's and funny. then
2: I, and then when I'm done, I celebrate by eating spoonfuls of mayonnaise. So <laughs> that's fantastic.
0: <too. laughs> Can you imagine vacuuming, doing burpees in between, and then jamming down a couple spoonfuls of mayonnaise? If
1: you had to guess, any one person on Planet Earth who might do that, who would be your first guess?
0: Breach, absolutely. Yeah, you, Bre- you tell me that Breach reheats Chick-fil-A on Sundays, throws away the bun, and then slathers the chicken in mayonnaise and eats mayonnaise and pickled covered chicken, I would absolutely believe <laughs> it.
1: And I would guarantee you that he does it in that dress shirt he's wearing with no, and no pants on. Like that's how he vacuumed to tell you more exactly.
2: You on, uh, HQ today, Breach? You know what? I am not an, I, this is the first time I've ever worn a dress shirt on this show, uh, without HQ responsibilities. All my pullovers, they have baby spit on them. So they're all being washed. So it's forced. It's the baby's fault that I'm wearing this.
0: Very, uh, I hope people are listening to this while they're eating lunch because it's certainly (laughs) that's, uh, that's a real turn on here audibly um i i wonder if people who subscribe to youtube think that i have three shirts in my possession don't i think sh- they
1: think you wear that hat a lot they think that you're in hair plug season as our old buddy uh, <laughs> well, one out
0: i don't feel like combing my hair it's a pandemic so i mean do you want me to show you what my hair looks like right now i, don't, I haven't had a haircut in a while
3: Oh, oh boy!
1: Hair plugs and, and they're sort of Ooh, i can see them i, I mean see-
0: i can't podcast like this right that's not gonna work
2: i mean you could but they would have to like blur out your yeah, hair and hat. for mature audiences only.
0: Let's get into some news. Exciting Sean news. We're not going to bleep it out because it's related to Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Buffalo bills has signed an extension in Buffalo, uh, signifying that the bills feel about Sean McDermott, the way that everyone on this podcast does. He's a great coach. Can you imagine a world in which anyone would suggest that Sean McDermott is a bad football coach?
1: I, if that person suggested that, they should probably be fired before to go to law
0: school. I would agree. Yeah, I I would agree completely. I you know I don't I don't I don't know what did um Sean McDermott did not make uh a list that was released on uh, of top 10 uh top 10 co- top 10 coaches. How close is he to being on your personal top ten list? He's in the top ten. I mean, look, the biggest knock against him, and this is a fair
1: knock, he started Nathan Peterman over Tyrod Taylor a few years ago. That didn't work out. Nathan Peterman is not a good quarterback no matter where he plays in the NFL, even though people try to tell you otherwise. Other than that, the guy's done a lot with a little, and now he's doing a lot with with a a lot. Brandon Bean, your guy from Carolina, came on uh, after 2017, after the draft, I think, and um, they've been putting it together. So he is a top ten coach in my mind. He's young, his players buy in, and they win football games. I'm not sure what else you you need to do in order to, to be considered really good at your job.
2: I mean, I'll say something, Ryan. How about win a playoff game? You got to win at least one playoff game to be in a, my hey, top me. 10
1: list. Hold on. When you, when you point one finger at you, you have four pointing back yourself, Bengals fan.
2: Hey, all I'm <laughs> saying is that I got, I heard years of, oh, ho, ho. I get bashed year after year after year because Andy Dalton has never won a playoff game. And so I cannot put a coach in the top 10 if he not one of them. All right,
1: let me, let me put it to you this way. Um, Marvin Lewis, uh, what's the coach's name now?
2: Marvin Lewis is not in my top 10. Zach
1: Taylor. Is it Marvin Lewis, Zach Taylor, or Sean McDermott. Who do you want coaching the Bengals in 20, 2020?
2: It's probably Sean
1: McDermott. <laughs> okay. Thank you.
2: But maybe wait, 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 Zach Taylor. Me, I don't know. Zach Taylor, we, he's, he's unproven. We don't you know what he's take got. He's Sean McDermott in a heartbeat over Zach For Taylor. one year. For one year. Sure. One year only or for the future?
1: One year, six years, 60 years. years—your If choice. it's
2: one year only, I'm probably going with Zach Taylor because he's he already brought the players in that he wants for his system. If it's for five years, I'd probably go with Sean McDermott. Okay. I mean, in five years, you're going to be picking Zach Taylor for your offensive coordinator because he's going to be fired. From <laughs> yeah, he'll now. be the Bill's offensive
1: coordinator. Uh,
2: Sean McDermott is in my top 15, though, not top 10.
0: Ten has- top, look,
2: top 10 coaching lists are hard
0: because you do have – like you have Bill Belichick, Andy Reid, Mike Tomlin, uh, Pete Carroll,
1: Doug Peterson. Don't please don't put them below.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, like there's. I mean, how many of the there? Are, I think there are like seven coaches currently who have won Super Bowls, right? Uh, are you adding Cal Shanahan and Sean McVay? I how think, I think nine. There are nine coaches currently who have won Super Bowls. Is that right?
2: Yeah, I just did a story on it, literally oh. coming out today, oh. Thursday, on CBS what's, com. what's the
0: what's the gist of the story? Like, which the gist of
2: the story is ranking coaches. By how likely they are to win their first Super Bowl ever. So they're, the coaches that have won one cannot be on the list because they've already won a Super Bowl. So okay, that's well, a that number off the top of my head.
0: You know what would be a reasonable thing to point out here if you were, if I, if Breach is where Sean McDermott lands on the list. <laughs> Good,
2: Adam. On this list. Because now think about it, so this list doesn't include the nine coaches that won a Super Bowl.
0: So if I don't ask the Super Bowl question, you're not gonna volunteer this information on this list. Are you well, I was
2: gonna wait for people to read it and then we could bring it up another day. But no, here it is. So I actually forgot I wrote the story because it hasn't.
1: <laughs> cause what it doesn't on?
2: matter. So anyway, on this list, Sean McDermott is number five. Okay. So but if you also throw in the nine coaches who have won a Super Bowl, he obviously Falls down a page.
0: All, right, all, right, all right, so I think the obvious one and two for you would be Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVeigh on this list.
2: Uh, they are in the top four, but they are not one and two.
0: Okay, all right, hold on. Let's hold tight. Uh, Bruce Arians has to be up there.
2: Bruce Arians is number one. Okay. Mike Vrabel Ra- is in the top ten, but he is not in the top five. All right, so, okay. all right, so
0: we have three of the guys ahead of Sean Mc- McDermott.
2: There's four um, of them, and you have three of them.
0: Yeah, I would say that the other one, uh knowing you, it's Matt LaFleur.
2: Uh, you know what, Matt LaFleur? It is not the answer. I actually dinged him a little bit because we don't look so much alike anymore because of the quarantine. Ron so, Rivera? Ron Rivera is actually dead last on the list. Really? New team, Dwayne is? Haskins, hold he's got to win on. the...
0: Oh, I know who it is.
2: No, we didn't say it was number two. You guys, uh, Shanahan was number two.
0: Oh, the hold on, the, the I know Bay's
2: number four. Bruce Arians is number one. So you guys are number missing number three. Number three is Frank Reich. Number oh. three is Frank Reich. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So, and, and this is not Breach saying these are the best coaches out there. It's You have Arians and Reich up there because they got Brady and Rivers, and you think that gives them very good Super Bowl odds this year to make a push.
2: For just 2020, yes.
0: Sure. Um, I, said, okay. I
1: think Frank Reich and, and Bruce Arians are really good coaches, though.
0: For sure. And we'll get to the top coaching of quarterback duos in a minute. Um, I think the thing with Sean McDermott that is important to note is that including interim coaches, the Bills went through eight different head coaches, including interims between playoff appearances. The mm-hmm. last time they went to the playoffs was 1999. This is before, last time before Sean McDermott showed up, 1999, Wade Phillips second year. Uh, Wade Phillips was fired the year after because Wade Phillips just can't catch a break. He went to the playoffs two out of three years. But <laughs> Wade following... Phillips
1: benched Doug Flutie for Rob Johnson in the playoffs. And that's, that wasn't a great call, but yeah. And, and I agree. Is that, I the, love...
0: is that the Tennessee miracle? Or is that the,
1: I can't
2: remember that. Part, but... I think it was what year
0: 99, 99. Cause I remember.
2: Yeah. That was the music city miracle.
0: Music city miracle. Yeah. Tennessee, What's Tennessee miracle. What's wrong with me? That, that I remember, no, I remember watching it uh in my, in my grandfather's office down in Florida. Over, uh, over like the holidays or whatever. I think maybe. Anyway, um, I don't know why we were down there. Anywho, uh, Sean McDermott has been to the playoffs two out of three years. He went to the playoffs in 2017 with a team that had a negative 57 point differential. That's ridiculous.
1: And started Nathan Peterman.
0: <laughs> yes. They started Nathan Peterman in one game. I think at the time we were like, this guy's blowing his chances to go to the playoffs, going to the playoffs, getting that Bills team to nine and seven was good coaching. It was a little bit of luck, but good coaching. They went six and 10 the next year and that sort of hurts his overall record, but then 10 and six in 2019 and they had one of the best defenses in football. Now the offense and what happens to Josh Allen will certainly affect Sean McDermott's how we perceive Sean McDermott over the long haul and Brandon being the GM there as well. But I mean, I, I would, I kind of look at the bills as a potential uh, East coast version of the Seattle Seahawks from how they constructed their roster and their philosophy of approaching how they want to play. I am not suggesting that Josh Allen is Russell Wilson. I don't think that's the case, um, but Josh Allen, I think does have a lot of upside. And if he, if he, if he manages to, Capitalize on that upside, then the Bills could open up a Super Bowl window that's you know a decade long.
2: Well, I I think. Well, I just say real quick that obviously Josh Allen's nowhere near Russell Wilson, which is a big, big difference there. And Sean McDermott has twenty five wins over the past three seasons. The three seasons before the Bills hired Sean McDermott, the Bills won twenty four games. So it's not like he he's been the advantage of maybe a watered down AFC, so I think this uh, hey, I think he is a good coach. I am just saying, watered what down AFC
0: season. or watered down AFC East,
2: watered down AFC. You didn't in 2017 there was no Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes wasn't starting yet, that was one of his playoff years. And then last year, Tom AFC still there? East, what
1: Tom am Brady's still in the AFC in 2017. I
0: mean,
2: that's one team, that's one team. Steelers, were they still around? Okay, so listen, here's what I want to see Beckins, from and, if Sean McDermott will be in my top 10. If they, if the Bills can win the division in 2020, I think that's a big one because it's there for the taking. Something he's never done is beat the Patriots. He's 0 and 6 against the Patriots. He's tied to Josh Allen, who we don't know if is a good quarterback. So what if Josh Allen struggles in 2020 where you have your chance to win the division and you don't because Josh Allen has a Jameis Winston year and throws 30 picks? You know, are you ready to cut ties with Josh Allen and move on to another quarterback? Or do you say, you know what? Josh Allen was good. He's been good. Let's give him one more year in 2021. So I think figure out the Josh Allen situation and winning the division in 2020 where it's wide open, uh, are the big things McDermott needs to do. I'm
1: glad you mentioned Josh Allen. So let me ask you this. This is what I was going to say before you interrupted me to say all that stupid stuff. That you said. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
2: Uh, on the
1: Bills team, who would you rather have as your quarterback next year? Josh Allen, Jimmy GQ, Garoppolo jared goff rank them in the order that you'd want them
0: for 2020 alone yeah just next
1: year the the, the you know the upcoming season with the Diggs and all that defense I mean, just for
0: 2020 um
1: same co- like you know the the coaches say after me
0: yeah yeah i might go with uh oof, i don't know man that's tough i think i would probably go jared goff jimmy garoppolo josh allen what about you breach
2: that's, that is a tough one. I might have Josh Allen at the top just because I think the Bills offense is designed to have a quarterback who can run around and do crazy things. And I think it is more effective when Josh Allen, uh, kind of opens things up because of his ability to scramble. And, you know, Garoppolo and Goff absolutely do not have that ability. So for 2020, just 2020, I, I'm probably taking Josh Allen.
0: I, mean, and then- I think, well, I think in my selection too, I think I base those rankings on floor. Like, I want the guy with the highest floor. And we've seen, like, you can go to a Super Bowl with J- Jared Goff and Jimmy Garoppolo on run-based teams with good offensive lines. Like, they can take you to a Super Bowl. And that's what the Bills have, plus an elite-level defense. Josh Allen, I think, has by far the highest ceiling of those three guys. But it yep. concerns me a little bit um, that just for 2020 – you're taking a guy who you're banking on, like you're banking on him taking a big leap forward if you want to win the Super Bowl. Whereas I feel like if you get Goff or Garoppolo in there, you can run that same offense. And you know Devin Singletary and Zach Moss need to be good there in the running game, but like you can run whatever offensive Bills want to run and win ten to twelve football games pretty easily.
1: I actually, it's funny. I was actually leaning towards Jared Goff too. Jared Goff just slightly over Josh Allen, and then Jimmy G was third for me. What were your wow. second and third? Reach?
2: Oh, probably Jimmy at two and Jared Goff at three.
0: So no one, we all have different answers. Well, coming up, we will tell you if Jimmy, uh, excuse me, if Josh Allen and uh, Sean McDermott are one of the top quarterback coach mailbag, uh, what is the matter with my words? Brendan
2: has been drinking since I wish. 8 a.m.,
0: uh, top quarterback coach duos. But before we do that, we're going to take a break. But before we take a break, Ryan. Yes. We're doing a new segment. It's called I Didn't Watch Hard Knocks. Tell me what the hell happened.
1: All right. I got two words for you. Debo. do you watch Hard Knocks? I did. If you agree with me on this. First of all, I'm going to ask you if you – I'm going to say a name. Tell me if it's a football player or not. Andrew Bollard. Yes. Andrew Bollert. He, he said yes. Oh yes, I wasn't talking to Debo because he's. I'm asking you guys. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, I'll say no. This segment leads me to believe these are not real players.
1: Andrew Boler is a real player. He is my new favorite player, and when you watch Hard Knocks, you'll know why. I'll give you a sneak peek. Uh, he was released by the Chargers, and his interaction with with Anthony Lynn and Tom Telesco is noteworthy uh, and borderline fantastic to the point where he met with them separately, the GM and the head coach. After he met with Anthony Lynn, Anthony Lynn went to talk to Tom Plesco and said, uh, "Let's keep this guy short list because he was so crazy when when we cut him." That was probably the highlight for me. Um, another highlight was at the very end of the show, Sean McVay uh, calls out the Hard Knocks crew for uh, he implores the team first of all, don't do number two in the porta potties because you know everything's sort of spread out. Um, they're outside porta potties for number one only, and then he calls out the Hard Knocks crew for for doing number two in the porta potty. We don't know if that's true or not. And uh you see Sean McVay's house, it crushes Cliff Kingsbury's house. Really?
0: Yeah, it's pretty He's nice. got a much better view. He looks over like Hollywood and and the valley, whereas Cliff Kingsbury's like has a putt putt course with a fire pit in the in the middle of the Arizona desert.
1: And I think the most important takeaway and this is something to to keep in mind, you mentioned um the the Big 10 and the Pac 12 having canceled already. And I think a large part of that some of that's politics, obviously, some of that's infrastructure. And logistics and you watch the first 15 minutes 20 minutes is all the steps both the chargers and the rams have to go through to keep everyone safe to, to remain socially distant to wear masks to get these tests every day and it's a huge ask if you're trying to coordinate uh, a bunch of college football teams for example um but but the nfl appears to be doing this right and, and it was a nice little behind the scenes look at exactly what they have to do and 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 credit to both Anthony Lynn and Sean McVay for imploring the the players, the staff, everyone, you know, one little slip up could screw it up for everybody.
0: Um, that's actually why I want to watch it. And I did radio with my pals uh, Chuck and Buck up on up in Seattle on KJR. And the producer texted me, was like, "Are you good to go? Uh, you good to you good to go for Chuck and Buck?" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I was like, it doesn't really matter." But just as an FYI, I didn't watch Hard Knocks. If you want to tell them, so they don't ask me about it. Then the producer forgot to ask him. He's like, so did you watch Hard Knocks? What would you think? And like, are you messing with me? Like, what is you know, it? I was like, no, I didn't watch it. I told you I didn't watch it. He's like, you didn't tell us that. And th- you know, worst,
1: my worst radio experience ever, it was uh, ESPN Hawaii. I can't remember the guy's name. I think you and I. Bobby Curran? It. Yeah. He's nice. I like him. But his producer. The
0: producers always, his producer, he had a producer named Phil. The producers always text you. They're like, aloha. <laughs>
2: Uh, I that's, didn't get to sex. That's the Hawaiian greeting, Brinson. But I will yeah, say hello this. And goodbye, Breach. Everybody. I talked to Bobby a
1: few times, and this is the fifth time I talked to him. And he said, all right, let's talk about today's uh Major League schedule, Major League Baseball schedule. And I, I said, well, I don't know if you'd rather talk football because I really don't have <laughs> Just to say, and you could sort of feel him yelling at his producer through the glass, uh, over the phone. But I was like, yeah, dude, I can talk baseball, but it's going to be about Dale Murphy and Rafael Ramirez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rafael Ramirez you mean and you Rafael for
1: No, no, Rafael Ramirez played shortstop on the 82 team. Glenn Hubbard was second base. Bob Horner was third base. Chris Chambliss was first base. Bring it on Britson. Wilson's <laughs> like.
0: Wilson has this like just very weird small pocket of like insane know. sports knowledge.
1: That's old old people. You remember specific things from random times.
0: Um, FAL Ramirez. I think my worst one was it was the Super Bowl in New Orleans, and I think I was definitely had like blogger in my title. And some dudes in San Diego got me on the radio and were like trying to like trap, like we're like like giving me like grief for being a blogger. And I, I think you know, I was sitting next to you. I was just waiting for you to finish. We were walking down the street uh at the convention center, and I basically, I don't remember what I said, but I was like, Hey, look, y'all asked me to come on. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. No, no. If you're gonna be A-holes about it, I'm gonna hang up. So I'll see you later. And I just hung up on them.
1: That's Brenton. <laughs>
0: yeah. I told the to F all. I mean, I don't think I said F because I didn't want to cuss on the radio and then hang up. But I just I basically was like, you know, hey, I don't I don't I, I got Stuff to do, guys. I don't need this. I didn't sign up for this. We we'll go to your crappy radio show. <laughs> um, that's,
2: that's like the time our friend in law school got asked to do a five A.M. Pacific uh, is, hit with an unnamed radio station and then they blew oh, him off. Who it is.
0: He, had, he had bashed he bashed the Patriots and WEEI was like, Can you come on it and on our on our morning show with I think it's like Felger and Maz, who are notorious uh, for, especially Felger is just notorious for being a blowhard. Um, I would say that to his face. Tony, I don't, I don't know if he's as much of a, uh, yammer, yammer, bammer as, as Felger is. But anyway, they, they had, I think, I think this is them. They had him on, and oh no, wait, those guys are 98.5 the sports hub. So I'm just insulting Felger for no reason.
2: Um, I apologize. Yeah. So they, sorry, so they have sorry, five a.m. Pacific time. Yeah. And then he gets up at four thirty, and then they're like, "Yeah, five oh one. We don't need you, man. Sorry."
0: Yeah, I would be pretty irate. I would just not do. It. You just don't do that radio hit. If you got to be Oh yeah, spider, you definitely
2: I don't. You don't do any radio hit where you have to get it before like 730.
0: What's, uh, what's your worst one, Breach?
2: I don't even know. I was just trying to think about it while you guys were telling that story, and I couldn't think.
1: You don't do a lot of radio, or you do it quietly. You don't tell us about it. You say typically you don't
0: answer the phone.
2: I keep my radio hits to a minimum so that if people want to hear me talk and hear what I have to say, they have to come to this podcast. Think about that. Uh,
0: I do radio and promote the podcast.
1: That's great. Bridges is one way of doing it.
0: <laughs> um, all right. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, the best quarterback coach duos, where will Sean McDermott and Josh Allen rank? The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of new balance clutch athletics and rich Paul. The designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com.
4: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: All right. So we uh, and by the way, Ryan, you will be assigned to uh, review Hard Knocks for us. Each and every each and every week. I hope you're prepared. Actually, for that. I enjoyed
1: it. The, the last few years, I've sort of been in and out on it. This year, who's, this year, it was good.
2: Who's uh, HBO Max password did you steal?
1: I have HBO Max, and I have. If you have Roku, the HBO Max app has not been updated yet. Get on that uh-huh. HBO. So I just had the regular HBO. <laughs>
0: um, you know what? I uh, I discovered that you get all the HBO. Oh, first of all, if you have AT and T, do you guys have AT and T wireless?
1: No, I have uh, Verizon FiOS. Negative. I have Xfinity.
0: Sometimes I have Verizon Fios, too. Um, if you have uh, – that's a joke between me and Debo. Um, if you have AT&T, either cell phone or wireless, I think, you get free HBO. Wah, wah. free HBO Now account. And uh, Hulu has HBO uh, stuff incorporated into it as well, I think.
1: And I, get you can get- through, I get Hulu through Spotify breach, so that I don't think I get
2: it. Oh, I was just gonna say, there's also a free seven you, day Hulu, trial, Spotify. free seven day trial of HBO Max. So if you wait till episode five, you could <laughs> sign up for the trial and watch every episode.
0: <laughs> how how do you get how do you get uh, Hulu through I've Spotify forever? And they sent
1: out a year or two years ago. They said you can get H, Hulu free, like with ads, uh, just through your Spotify account. Yeah. So yeah, I have to watch commercials, but you know, I don't watch a ton of Hulu. My kids probably watch more than I do.
0: Sure. Right. Uh, you know what the best streaming service is, by the way. CBS All Access as we're recording this 3:01 p.m. on Thursday on excuse me on Wednesday August 12th uh, I'm actually going to be slightly distracted during this podcast because I will be firing up my CBS All Access account and watching the champions Which
1: game are you going to watch
0: Um the PSG
1: Can you name one player in on PSG that's an easy one Oh, dude. Name two.
0: Name two? <laughs> such a good
1: you, two. you can name one. Once you hear the one name, you're going to be upset with
3: yourself. Uh, Ronaldo? Neymar. Oh. Ugh, dagger. All right, Debo knows another one. Do you know that one? Made a big name for himself in the World Cup a couple of years ago.
0: Oh. um, I know who it is. I
1: can't remember his name. Killian's his first name. Killian? Yeah. Who is it? Tell him, Debo. Mbappe.
0: Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The French guy. You got it. I find it hard to, I don't know why, like all these other sports that I, that like I watch, I don't have trouble figuring out who's on what team. And it is just really hard with soccer because there are so many soccer teams.
1: Yeah. No, there are a ton of soccer teams.
0: That's fair, right?
1: Yeah, like I don't watch a lot of Italian soccer, so that's and the only French soccer I watch is usually PSG, but I watch a lot of English Premier League soccer, so, you, I mean, you'll figure it out if you watch enough.
0: Okay. By the way, F you for not thinking I didn't know who was playing. Atlantia versus PSG. Come on, get out of here.
3: Ryan, what else are you watching on All Access? Any updates on the All Access front with the new new catalog?
1: Yeah, I mentioned Mr. Magoo. Me and my 8-year-old watch Mr. Magoo. Uh, that's on... Uh, Nickelodeon. So, Mister Magoo updated. That's a good show. Reno Nine One. I'm all over that. Um, and of course, the, the the soccer I do watch all access. Um, they used to have Fraser. I talked about that previously because I know me and Brinson's mom love Fraser. Uh, her so mother-in-law, know, mother-in-law. So, uh, if you want to catch the the back episodes of that, uh, that's as far as I've gotten. Wait,
4: you,
2: Zone.
0: Fraser? So they, the they have all the Frasers on CBS All Access. They did um, back
1: in January, February. I haven't double checked, but um. What do we think?
0: think the uh, should I get my mother-in-law to sign up for All Access or let give her my yeah. login? Why not? Should I just give her my login? Throw her a bone. Oh. Tell her where Fraser is. No,
1: she's she can she's helping support you by five dollars a month at a time.
2: True. And if you sign up, we sound like a free promo here, but you get everything now. You get Comedy Central, MTV, Nickelodeon, all the Viacom stuff uh, is included with CBS All Access.
3: That's right. All eleven.
0: Paul, baby.
3: I was going to say all 11 seasons of Frasier on all access.
0: Okay. That's there that. There Frasier, Frasier was on in the background when, um when my wife was in labor. It's the only thing we could Did find. I- yeah. We didn't, we didn't think through the process of taking a bunch of like, like, like DVDs or like a Roku or anything like that. We just rolled up and we we're like, man, we really wish we had something to watch here. And, uh, oh, we were, oh, I see, yeah, yeah. We flipping through, It's like the only thing on was Frasier. We're like, Oh my God.
1: Yeah, my first son was born in 2007, so there was no—I mean, unless you were going to take the TiVo from, from the house,
0: <laughs> like roll in with your like you wheel in like a, a TV strapped to the to to the, the cart. Going, don't worry about it. Um, all right, let's get to the, the matters at hand. This this podcast really is just a disaster. <laughs> Football will be here soon enough, folks. Brinson um, wanted to
2: name the podcast "Off the Rails," which is perfect because somehow we just go off the rails every week and forget what we're talking about.
0: Absolutely. And, in fact, we will uh, discuss an aspect of that, you know, the whole, oh, look, a squirrel thing that goes on in my brain on Friday show when someone asks a mailbag question about our uh, tangents and whatnot. Oh, my goodness, what a bad mess. Um, we will answer uh, all the mailbag questions on Friday. And it's going to be early because we're going to do Nerd Week the week after that. Uh, Aaron Schatz, is a football outsider, who's going to join us first on Monday's show. We haven't recorded that, but it will be uh, ready for you first thing when next week starts. That'll be exciting. And uh, for now, let's start off our discussion of quarterbacks and coaches by answering a mailbag question. Uh, if you could play Mad Scientist and remake the league, what coach quarterback combos do you think would be the best? AKA, this is from Joey Crenshaw of the Apple podcast, AKA a downfield passer like Carson Wentz. Paired with Bruce Arians, I think this is a uh, this is a pretty awesome question. Yeah, what will the, you?
1: The easy answer is any quarterback with uh, McVeigh yeah. and Shanahan, a- or you... and yeah, I mean Andy Reid.
0: Okay, well, all right, all right, hold on. So we're going to get into the top guys as well, but first we're going to talk about the like the combos we would like to see.
1: All right, uh, I'm going to do Dark Horse quickly. Bruce okay. Arians, Josh Allen. That's a great combo. Although Josh
0: Allen's accuracy down the field has not been very good. Needs taller
1: receivers. Mike, uh, Mike Evans and, uh, Chris Godwin.
0: Boom, done. Josh Allen would be very intriguing in a, in a Bruce Aaron's offense.
2: If we're doing dark horse, I am going to go with, uh, Jameis Winston (laughs) and Andy Reid. That's my dark horse.
0: That's disgusting.
3: What does it matter with you?
0: Well, is-
2: you do If you throw thirty tu- interceptions, it doesn't matter. If you're throwing sixty-five touchdown passes,
3: Breach, are you okay? If we put that one on social, I just want to confirm now in case you get blasted.
2: Oh God! I'm gonna wait. This is my dark. Are, you have to explain the whole situation. You have no. to set up the whole premises instead of just saying if nope. Breach could match any quarterback in the NFL. Well, then throws- name your
0: don't. We're not naming dark horses. Wilson just came out with
2: a dark horse because he's a weirdo. Dark- well, he, he you said know what's funny? Dark horse. Oh, I was here. trying to keep the theme going you like dark horses, Brent. Is that what you're saying? What?
1: Breach tries to be edgy until it blows up in his
0: face. like, oh, no, no, no. I didn't mean that. You'll get like five Instagram followers out of it. Um, here, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give, give my number one answer. And then, Breach, you can reply with a different answer if you want. But be aware that Jameis Winston and Andy Reid is going on social, as bad as that answer is. Um, I will be taking Andy Reid and Russell Wilson. That's a good answer. I think that Russell Wilson would operate Andy Reid's offense to absolute perfection. He's an incredible downfield thrower. Uh, they would utilize play action. They would utilize RPOs. We've seen him involved in all these uh, new schemes and all that. I, I think that him paired and, and we know, in fact, I've brought this up on the podcast, I think before, and I, I think it's just, I would almost like to do like a, like an oral history of this, but you know, Howie Roseman said after the draft this year when he took Jalen Hurts that once upon a time in 2012, he wanted to take Russell Wilson, thought about taking him in the second round, that he and Andy Reid believed they could get him in the third round, and then Seattle snaked him and it snaked him and took Russ ahead of them, and they ended up settling for Nick Foles. You know, there's a great what if, if Philly drafts Russell Wilson in 2012, you know, A, what happens to Seattle? Matt B, Flynn starts. Right. Matt Flynn starts. Do so they draft somebody else? I mean, are they, do they went? Do, does the Legion of Boom ever win a Super Bowl? And then, B, like, does Andy Reid win a Super Bowl in Philadelphia with Russell Wilson? Does he ever you – know, if he drafts Russell Wilson, does he ever get fired from Philadelphia? And, you know, does he even end up in KC and, as a result – what happens to Patrick Mahomes? Like there's all kinds of trickle down effects of it that are really fascinating. You know, what happens to Carson Wentz, et cetera. So to me, I would love to see Andy Reid and Russell Wilson. Russ is a pinpoint accurate passer. He's great at using his legs. Um, he, he, he would be perfect with the Andy Reed's system. And it is, it is kind of sad that we don't get
2: to see it. And here's a question for you, Brinson. Would Russell <laughs> Wilson, had he been drafted in 2012, would the Eagles have any more Super Bowl titles over the past eight years than they have right now with Nick Foles?
0: Well, I mean the Nick Foles thing never had. I mean, does it even happen? Because I'm saying say the him? Nick
2: Foles pick ended up working out because they in the end they got a Super Bowl even though it was weird how it all happened. He had to leave and come back, mm-hmm. but they still got. A, you think Russell Wilson wins more than one Super Bowl with the Eagles?
0: With Andy Russell Wilson and Andy Reid win multiple
2: Super Bowls, yes. So a coach who had never won a Super Bowl up to that point, you think wins multiple Super Bowls? What's Russell up? Wilson
0: would have been by far and away the best quarterback. I mean, Russell Wilson. I mean, like not to crap on your boy McNabb here, Debo but like or Michael Vick. But Russell Wilson would have
3: been by far and away the best quarterback Andy Reid ever worked for, worked with prior to leaving for Kansas City. I do think there was pressure on Andy Reid at that time, and there was some personal stuff going on with him as well. He would have to do something pretty quickly, and the team in Seattle was much more built for immediate success than that Eagles team in, in the 2012 range was. Also,
1: Agent so Philly would like a word, Brinson.
3: Agent
0: Philly's good. Kevin Cobb would like a word. But you don't think, I right, that's... I couldn't remember where,
3: Kevin Cobb's name. I'm not saying they would have
0: won a, won a Super Bowl out of the gates. I just think Russell Wilson would have been...
3: You know. I'm saying Andy Reid's leash may not have... You would have had to do something, I think, pretty quickly, unless you saw some, some great ev- evidence very early on with Russell Wilson, which you could have. I think you would have seen that. Yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, I think his leash completely changes. If you realize that he landed Russell Wilson, I mean, maybe not. I don't. Know. I think I think they regretted it, and they ended up going and getting freaking his assistant. They brought Doug Pete. Doug.
3: They brought Doug back from Kansas City. Can you just admit that you were wrong on that argument from last week? No. <laughs> the, yeah. Although,
0: ironically, Debo, I did get criticized by my friend Nathan for referring to Colin Morikawa as Colin. But and,
1: and you just refer to your friend Nathan as Nathan. We don't know Nathan's <laughs> last name. How do we know which Nathan you're talking about?
2: You could be making up first name. <laughs> I and don't. I will say this to, to side with Debo here with the 2012 Eagles, because of the short leash that Andy Reid had. Uh, remember, that starting quarterback one of the year was Michael Vick. If he drafts a rookie quarterback like he did with Foles in the fourth round or Russell Wilson in the third round – I'm not so sure that Wilson is the day one start. Russell Wilson's competing against Matt Flynn in Seattle. It was easy to win that job for him. But I think Andy Reid, with pressure on, probably would have stuck with Michael Vick to start. And then if he struggled like Vick did in 2012, Russell Wilson ends up going in whatever midway through the season, but probably doesn't do enough, even if he goes 5-1 and down the stretch, to save Andy Reid's job, and then we end up back where we are anyway.
0: Right. That's a cute narrative, except that Nick Foles started almost half the games
2: anyway. By the way, uh, one more question. Started quick. six out of 16. That's not half.
0: Yeah. I mean, and Michael Vick went, started 10 games with three of seven, completed less than 60% of his passes with 12 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. He's off the field for Russ. By right. Week. And
2: then if Russ goes six and oh, or five and one, we'll say as a rookie, now they're eight and eight. Does Andy Reid keep his job at eight and eight? Yes.
0: If Russ goes five and one as a rookie and they go eight and eight? Yeah. Absolutely. I have another,
1: uh, a quick, uh, pairing I would like to see. Sam Darnold, Sean Pate.
2: Is that another dark horse, or is that just crazy?
1: crazy. Oh, that's a good one. You can put any of my answers on Instagram and or <laughs> my face, a Breach. I'm not afraid. We would have
0: also accepted Sam Darnold and not Adam Gase.
1: <laughs> right. I, I was actually thinking Frank Reich would be interesting in, in Indianapolis, like him in Indianapolis. I like that idea. But Sean Payton, I mean, that's a no-brainer, it feels like. I
2: thought you were going to say Sam Darnold and Zach Taylor. Um, yeah, I was. I have, I have two. And actually, Russell Wilson with Andy Reid was on my list, for instance, so I, I actually commend you for that excellent choice. I rarely, rarely commend you. Um,
0: Ten minutes arguing why it was dumb, and then just said it was <laughs> on your list. That perfectly breached.
2: Yeah, with the Chiefs, I assumed it was with the Chiefs. I didn't picture it as the Eagles in 2012 and the draft when the whole situation was. Okay, anyway, um, mine is Deshaun Watson with Kyle Shanahan. Mm. I think that would be a, a crazy awesome hey. – combination you look at what shanahan did with rg3 uh when they what he did with cleveland the cleveland browns they were good with i think brian Hoyer.
0: we isolate that browns Uh, (laughs) they were one of the best running teams in football that year though that wasn't because of i actually disagree with this idea i don't like this one
2: whoa you don't think deshaun watson and kyle shanahan would be an amazing combination
1: anyone with kyle shanahan is a home run so why deshaun watson's a top five young
0: quarterback well, my argument is that what we've seen from Deshaun Watson as a pro, and it could totally change if he works with Kyle Shanahan. I'm not dogging on him. But Deshaun Watson likes to make off-script plays, and I don't know that that's what works well in Kyle Shanahan's office. And, yes, Ryan, you could make the case that that's Bill or, Billy O'Brinson's or fault.
1: No, no, I stalled. make the case that RG3 did that his rookie season and that they were still relatively – they got all the way to the playoffs. They won – I think they went seven in a row to get there.
0: I mean, like, so, like, if the play – if the throw isn't there inside the scheme that they've designed, Deshaun Watson likes to hold the ball and try to make something happen. Yeah. He, doesn't, he doesn't like to get rid of it. I don't know that that's what Kyle Shanahan would want. I mean, like no, – Also,
2: half those off-script plays are because the last few, – past few years the Texans' offensive line has been so bad that he has someone in his face in one second, so he has to go off-script because there's no script to be on – Uh, when the defensive lineman is, is elbowing you in the face, uh, so, and and Shanahan runs a lot of bootlegs. He gets you out of those situations. So I think they would be an excellent combo.
1: Hold on. Let me ask Brenton, though. Would you rather have Jimmy G in that offense or Deshaun Watson in that? Deshaun
0: Watson. Give me the, give me the ceiling. I'm just saying that I don't know that like that's the per, I actually wrote down Aaron Rodgers and Kyle Shanahan because I think that Kyle Shanahan is the guy that would put that would convince Aaron Rodgers to operate inside the system instead of trying to freelance. And he does those bootlegs and Rodgers is so good. Rodgers accuracy is way up. He doesn't turn the ball over.
2: What's I hate that? your idea because I think Aaron Rodgers would be better with Andy Reid. Boom.
0: I mean, everybody's better with Andy Reed. Yeah, Breach is turned into
2: all of a sudden. Well, somebody's <laughs> got to play that role.
0: I mean, it's you- like I mean it's like, oh, like, is that ice cream better with it's like that ice cream's better with Chocolate sauce and caramel. It's like, yeah, everything's better with chocolate sauce. Dumb dumb, and caramel sucks.
1: Yeah, the new Patrick Mahomes number one fan here, Sean <laughs> Breach.
2: <laughs> no, Sean <laughs> Wagner McBreach would say Patrick Mahomes was Sean McVay.
1: All right, what else we got? Or is that it?
0: Um. Oh, you know what I I wrote down? What? Ben Roethlisberger and Bruce Arians.
1: Well. <laughs> And the issue is, and this was the original issue, uh, Ben took 400 sacks because they took those 27 sub drops and they look, Mike, uh, uh, what's Mike's last name? I can't remember the receiver that ran super fast. Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace. Good Lord. How do you uh, know
0: the members of the 83 Braves? And you don't know Mike Wallace.
1: My brain. I, I, the only solution you can fit in there. I mean, he made his living. His, he, he, with
0: 83 baseball nuggets.
1: First, 82. First three years, he made his living running nine routes, and, and you know, Roethlisberger took, took a ton of hits, but a lot of it was because of Bruce Arians' offense. But that was fun, and, and clearly they they were tight. and I know Roethlisberger didn't like it when Arians left, and had to work with Todd Haley. But uh, yeah, I don't hate it.
0: Okay. Um, any other combos that you would like to see?
2: Lamar Jackson with Sean Payton.
0: Yeah, that'd be
1: fun. That'd be Taysom Hill, but good.
0: Hey, do you think they would trade Marcus Davenport for Lamar Jackson? Yes, I do. Remember I remember sitting there on draft day, and it's like, the Saints are coming up ah, for Lamar Jackson! And they're like, we have drafted Marcus Davenport. Yep. And, then, and then it's like, the Patriots on the clock. They're going to get Lamar Jackson somehow. And they took Sony Michelle.
1: Oh, and in honor of Breach, this is my last one. Uh Gardner Minshew and Brian Schottenheimer.
0: <laughs> what? Just for the cool That's- factor?
1: That's no, like breach. Don't, don't, uh, you know, say it's off the wall stuff. Just a lot of running the ball. I feel
0: you like, like North that North
2: would North be an honor of me. <laughs> yeah. I went dark horse. I picked normal people. Brinson goes, no, it was Johnny's
0: my boy because he's a friend of the podcast. Uh huh. And, uh, and then of course, a Russell
1: Wilson, friend of the podcast or
0: anybody Brother.
2: who appears on the show is a friend of the podcast.
1: But Russell right. Wilson, as you pointed out, didn't know who you were.
2: Let's, re- we should reverse this real quick and everybody pick. Well, their worst quarterback, QB, worst? QB coach, Conver-
0: I mean, Conver- It turns out it was Bruce Arians and Janus
1: Winston. Yeah, and uh, Minshew and and was meant to be a joke. I mean, that's just a lot of running the ball and a little short fella who, you know, hasn't played a lot of football. I'm uh,
2: taking Mitchell Trubisky and Doug Marone.
0: Yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> it, right it, I'm going to go with uh, I'm
0: going to go with uh, Patrick Mahomes, exactly, and, and Mike Zimmer. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, he's like, all right. Well, I mean, we just don't know what we have in Mahomes. He averages like ten throws a game. like they so, just run the ball with
1: So, where would be the worst team? What team would Patrick Mahomes have to go to to win the fewest
0: games? To win the fewest games with the currently the Vikings because con- the Vikings are good. Right, it's not I mean, going to be the. I mean, I mean, Patrick Mahomes and Pete Carroll would be pretty, gosh darn infuriating. I mean, like, can you imagine if Mahomes isn't like doing Russell stuff?
1: No, I want to know which team is Mahomes going to, and that team's going five and eleven. That's what I'm asking. Probably the Bengals. No, no, they're going. The Bengals are in the division. They're in the conversation to win the division if Patrick Mahomes is a quarterback. Because he's Mahomes. to win the division if he's their quarterback.
0: Uh, I would say. I mean, the Jets. How about the Jets?
1: I, I think like the, the Jets, Jets might. I think the Jets might be worse than the Redskins. I think that.
2: What about the Giants?
1: I think the Giants have more playmakers. They have Saquon Barkley, at least. I mean, have Saquon or Le'Veon.
0: And we, we killed Jason Garrett, but, I mean, he did, like, get great seasons out of Dak. So, I mean, who knows what they – I mean, I, I think the answer is the Jets. How I mean, did they win seven games? What about Jack? How the hell did they win seven games last year?
1: They beat the Steelers, didn't they?
0: They beat the Cowboys, too. What
2: They lost word. to the Bengals.
0: <laughs> they throttled the Raiders. They did lose the Bengals. At the week after they throttled the Raiders. That's right. Uh okay. Let's uh let's move along. And get our actual top five picks for Coach QB combos in the NFL. Uh, we will start um uh, Preach, you've been kind of getting crapped on. We'll start with you.
2: Uh is this like a draft?
0: Just pick one and we won't pick that team.
2: All right. Well, I mean, obviously with my first pick in my coach QB combo draft, I'm gonna take Patrick Mahomes, and Andy Reid. I think that's no-brainer, number one.
0: That That is the answer. Okay.
1: I wasn't going to do the draft, but um, I'm going to mix things let's, up. With,
2: let's, let's do the draft. draft style.
0: That way we're not – I mean, like, we don't need to discuss Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, right? That's yeah. self So right. everyone would have to take that as number one pick. Number two, this is going
1: to be my – I was going to talk about it anyway because I didn't think it would be the, among the first mentioned, but they're still my number, number, number two now. Lamar Jackson and John Harbs Harbaugh.
0: I, I don't have a problem with that. Um, I think that when you look at what Harbaugh did specifically, and he's not an offensive coach. Harbaugh is a CEO, and he went out and got the guys and the pieces necessary. He worked with Eric DaCosta. Uh, they hired Greg Roman. They promoted Greg Roman from quarterbacks coach to OC. Like He is the one who helped to design, along with DaCosta, the infrastructure for Lamar Jackson to become an MVP. So I, while Harbaugh is not an innovative offensive mind per se, I I like the idea cuz I think if if somebody was going to replicate it it's it's probably him. You need to see um, him. This next one is is kind of tough, right?
1: Yeah, like you're trading age for talent and all that other stuff.
0: Yeah, well I mean it depends like what do you think? Are you are you like are you going, you know, what what are your criteria here? Are you thinking I right, I need to make sure that I have is the quarterback? I'm asking you guys. Like, is the quarterback more important? Is the coach more important? Because I'm not going to help you
2: make your draft pick, Brenton. That's what he's trying to get here, Wilson. Don't give him any help. I'm I, I not to
0: create any discussion on the audible media, the audio media. <laughs> I, I will.
1: I will offer this. Let's make it over a two-year period, not just 2020. So 2020 and 2021 seasons when you decide to select this player and coach.
0: Hmm. That is an interesting addition of two seasons. So you're up. You're on the clock. You got, you know it. what? Uh, I'm going to go with Drew Brees and Sean Payton. Still going to do it. Mm. That's still a terrible. But look, Brees concerns me, but I think you can get two years out of Drew Brees. Really? And he is, he's a hall of fame quarterback. He's still playing at a really, really high level. He breaks the record for completion percentage every year. And with Sean Payton, you have arguably the second smartest offensive mind in, in, in coaching. All right. I don't like
1: the pick. Go ahead, Breach. You're on the clock.
2: I don't like to pick, but I also think hopefully Debo will be sharing our drafts on social media to see who did the best. You but know I think, what? I, I before, think this needs to be a snake draft so that Brinson I gets the next pick. Agree. Oh, it okay. should okay. be a snake draft. That's, that's now, fair. unfortunately,
0: I'm I'm not prepared on, on the clock. Um, so I think I might go a little bit rogue here.
1: Oh boy! Actually. I know exactly. What you're we're gonna nobody... do three
0: picks each. I've got I've got two. Oh, it's hard. It's tough. I, you know what? I'm gonna go. I don't think this is. Coming back to me. It's two years. I'm gonna go off the board. I'm gonna surprise you guys.
1: Oh, wow. I know who you're gonna say. I know you're gonna pick. Or
0: guess? You're gonna go with Arizona. Yes. Good call. Cliff Kingberry oh and Kyler Murray. And I don't think that pick. It's a snake draft, so that means there are gonna be four more picks before I close out the or no, I guess anyway, there'll be four more picks before my next pick. I don't think Kyler was coming back to me. He has MVP upside this season. Yeah, I'm fine with that. He's in year two of the scheme with Cliff Kingsbury. Like, Kingsbury. like, I don't know that Kingsbury's a great NFL head coach. I don't think anybody can know, but he got a lot better, and he has a ton of upside too. So I'm going to gamble on the upside, the young upside, and damn if my lineup isn't handsome. So is it me now? In it is uh, Breach. Yeah, it's Ryan no, Wilson in the sweet spot
2: where he gets the two pick every time. Yep. That's yes, me.
0: Okay. Uh you, 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 you have to know that Zach Taylor and, and Joe Burrow aren't coming back to you. You have to know that.
1: <laughs> I, this is the pick I thought you were going to. The layup and why you uh were uh promoting the snake draft. I, I'll go with the, the the layup here. Russell Wilson and, and Pete Carroll.
2: That is the layup. That is was that the layup?
0: Happen. I mean, it's a great. You're getting a great quarterback and a, like, you're getting a great coach. But, but uh, right. I mean, if you're doing Schottenheimer, that's a little more problematic. But if I'm
1: Pete Carroll or if I'm in his ear, I'm saying Russell has to throw the ball 40 times a game. So that's just me making stuff up.
0: Right, wow.
2: So Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray off the board before Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll.
0: Well, but I so again, this goes back to the, the criteria for why we're doing this. I'm not I'm not saying that Cliff Kingsbury's a better coach than Pete Carroll. But Ryan had to stipulate that he's going to get in Pete Carroll's ear and tell him to change his overarching forty year coaching philosophy and to start throwing the ball more, which Pete's not going to do. So Pete just quit. And now you have Russell Wilson, and you're not allowed to have a coach, which actually might be better. Might be better.
2: <laughs> All right, I, I, I kind two of. If we're we're doing two years here. I think that this also feels like a layup at the sixth spot. I'm going Tom Brady and Bruce Arians.
0: No problem like, with that.
2: That's the. I, obviously. That's
1: a much better pick, I think, than Drew Brees. Not necessarily Sean Payton, but uh, Drew Brees concerns me. Well, All right, Bre- last working. round. Go ahead. All
0: right, Bruce. well, let me ask you. That. Are you? Would you? You, a, you bet your life on it. Saints or or Bucks win the division. Well, there's more to it than that. Over the next, well, how many
1: Who has the most wins? Uh, how many wins do the, these teams have two years from now? I
0: I would actually.
2: Breeze might retire. He won't answer that question. He's got that network job lined up. So Brinson only has his quarterback for one year.
0: Ooh. Oh, I just got him for two years. I'm like Drew. We're rolling this for two years. What are you doing? You're not going anywhere.
2: And he's like, Are you going to pay me? 40 million dollars. Yeah, whatever you want, Drew. It's fake money. Take but it. Your, your salary no. cap is going down, Brinson. How are you going to afford the rest of your team? I don't care. Take the money.
1: If I
0: can
2: make- You ch- know what, Drew? You know what, Drew? I own the
0: team now. We're cutting Taysom Hill. You happy? He's gone. He's gone.
1: That's right. If I can make candidate, uh, Pete carroll then you can lock Drew Brees into the facility for two years.
0: Yeah, I, right. I don't- I just don't- I think the thing with Arians and Brady, we just don't know how it's going to work. And we're it's talking about- pretty well. What's that?
1: It's going to work pretty well. That's how it's going to
0: too. But you're also like, it's quarterback coaching combo. You don't get, blindly get Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and OJ Howard and Rob Minkowski and Cameron Braid. I mean. They do get those guys, right?
2: I mean, I like my combo. They're on, all those guys are on the roster right now. It's
0: a great pick. It's a a great value pick. All right, go ahead, Breach. I think
2: this is the, yeah, this is the tough one. Round three. Bar, are we doing three rounds or are we going to do four? Should we do four? Three? Four
0: looks nice on Instagram. We
1: got another podcast to do and I have very
2: <laughs> All right. This is a tough one. I coming up after the break. I yeah, this is uh Wilson, I hope you're here for the next few hours cuz I need some time to think about this one. Should we take a break and I No, I know we don't need break. You want to trade right. it to me? You know what? I can't trade it to you because unless you give me Venmo me money, I'm not trading. Uh but I am going to take a pick. I don't think either of you guys are going to take, so it's not going to uh eliminate anyone on your list. I am going with uh oh, oh, Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. Look at that Burrow and Taylor.
0: Gross.
2: That's the <laughs> worst pick of the draft. No, it's Freeze and Payton. It
1: might oh, It's and it might.
2: That's a first round pick. <laughs> he might only play one year. This is a two-year draft and you pick the guy who might only play one year. I mean, you're picking Matt LaFleur.
0: You've got one year of like NFC title. Proof. Yeah, I mean, you, oh, box, you, I mean, Sean Payton. You're just taking away everything from Sean Payton. Sean I, Payton won. Sean Payton won five. He went five and zero with Teddy Bridgewater last year. You think he can't figure something out if Breeze leaves after a year? We'll take care of business, pal.
2: After you guys make your picks, I'll tell you who I was on the fence uh, against Rogers and Lafleur with. No, I
1: have I actually have three three names on on. Uh, I got a
2: couple
0: yeah. sitting out there,
1: but um and. All apologies to Diva. I'm going to pass on Carson Wentz and Doug. I'm actually going to roll with Billy O'Brenson and Deshaun Watson.
2: What?
0: That's, this is pretty late for Deshaun Watson to fall. I
1: mean, and that's only because he's tied to
0: Billy O'Brenson. That's the only reason. And in this scenario, Billy O'Brenson is not, Bill O'Brien, who we're talking about, of course, is not the GM. And he's still a better coach than Matt LaFleur offensively. Yeah, I'd much rather have Deshaun Watson and Billy O'Brien than. Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers. So that's my that's that's crazy. Aaron Rodgers might not be on the Packers after this year. They drafted Jordan Love. Drew Brees might not be on the Saints. That was your this first round pick. And sauntering into Canton and a $10 million a year broadcasting gig. Aaron Rodgers might be kicked to the curb because they took some dude out of Utah State who threw 19 touchdowns last
2: year. Aaron Rodgers. 17, interception. for both years. 17 interceptions. And 17 interceptions. Aaron Rodgers can going to be the quarterback for both years. I already talked to him. We're good. It's, right. My team is set. My draft picks are set. All right. this
0: is tough so um I think a couple of guys I, I actually think that the Joe Burrow Zach Taylor idea is interesting like if you buy all in on Joe Burrow I don't think it's that crazy to go with him I don't think it's crazy to go with Baker Mayfield and, and uh Kevin Stefanski we don't know anything about those guys so I'm not yeah, The problem
1: gonna... though is that in your second pick you took Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury so you're taking a lot of a lot of flyers
0: here. You sure, don't have- I'm, just, I'm just saying, I'm throwing out names that we got to consider. I mean, I, Phillip Rivers and Frank Wright need to be on there for talking two years, right? I mean, that, that has to be, uh, it's, it's, it's in my pool of players. Yeah. Um, I also think that it's, I don't know that I can go big Ben and Tomlin, although I, I don't hate the idea. I just need to know if Ben is, is, yeah. is healthy or not. Um, frankly, you know what it comes down to, Debo? What's that? It comes down to Eagles, cowboys versus. The Eagles, Eagles and Cowboys.
2: Oh, what are you going to take?
0: So the Eagles. question is: This is actually pretty easy for me. I see. I think it's pretty easy. Well, is, do you think it's easy? I'm I'm I think it's, it's easy. Peterson and Wince.
1: Do you trust Mike McCarthy? Is the only thing it comes down to. For, you saw what he look. All I think about is that Seattle game where twice fourth and a uh, goal from the one, he kicked field goals. That's all that comes to mind when I think – I know he said all those things in the offseason. He's
0: anti-Peterson.
1: He's anti-Doug. I
0: call this guy Doug every time. It's
2: unbelievable. <laughs> I can't ever call him Doug again.
1: Where, uh, where, you said it was easy for you, Breach. Which, which uh, side
2: are you on? Well, let's have Brinson's pick first.
0: Um, you know what? I, I think the Dak is a better quarterback than Wentz.
1: Look at Devo's face.
0: <laughs> and while Peterson does have a Super Bowl win, and I, I love his embracing analytics, okay. I like. La- wa- give me the refresh, Mike McCarthy. I'm going with the Cowboys, baby. Mike, Mike, give me Mike. Give me Dak. See you, Carson. See you, Peterson.
2: I'm on Brinson's side. That's who I would have taken. Well, we know <laughs> that. Breach, <Jack> McCarthy.
0: <laughs> wow, Breach is on the Cowboys. No way. <laughs> Breach is acting like we're supposed to be surprised. <laughs> aren't you surprised that I picked the Cowboys this time around? <laughs> <laughs> out of here. You ever heard All of right, Robot laugh before? Now you have.
1: I think I won. I think my draft was the best. The funny thing is Breach went right. from the best draft with Mahomes and Reed to the worst draft. It's
0: with, pretty hard to screw up a quarterback coaching draft when you have the first Debo, draft. this
2: has to be on Instagram, and you have to make sure votes happen to see who had the best one. I think okay. I crushed
0: right. So just to recap, our teams are – uh Breach has – who's your team, Breach?
2: My team. Or Debo, do round. you want
0: to – actually, Debo, do you want to give a statement on the the Peterson mic? Mike? Situation.
3: I I don't know who those guys you're talking about are. Um, Doug Peterson
0: and Mike McCarthy. Okay. Everyone in Dallas refers to him as first name, Mike.
3: <laughs> no, I mean if if you say Carson and Dak are, are very close, I think it's fair to call them very close. I think the the entering year five connection of Doug and Carson puts them over the top. So just
0: the way it sounds. Duh.
3: I just want to say that I posed it on Twitter. I posed it on Facebook, and it is not a Philadelphia thing. It's just clearly not a Philadelphia thing with people saying first names of quarterbacks and coaches. Just, oh, okay, that, I thought that you was, meant
0: the, 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 the Peterson Carson versus Mike Dack thing.
3: No, um, I, I'm just going back to the goalie today. I don't know why.
0: Uh, okay, so. Uh, Bree, do you have the teams written down, Debo? Do you want to do. Do read? Uh, first overall maybe, pick. Maybe give us some thoughts. Um, there was a there was a discussion about you as the fourth super friend. So why not? Let's see how you – let's give you a little rundown.
3: I'm just going to give a little rundown. I'll play narrator role right here. First overall pick, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid for Breach. Wilson followed that up with Lamar Jackson, John Harbaugh. Brinson with back-to-back picks went Drew Brees and Sean Payton, the worst pick of the draft, followed by <laughs> Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, Wilson followed Russell Wilson, Pete Carroll. Breach went with Tom Brady, Bruce Arians, back to Breach for Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur, the second worst pick of the draft. Uh Deshaun Watson, Bill O'Brien went to Wilson, and then Mike and Dak unfortunately went to Brinson. And Carson and Doug are the tenth overall pick by May. So when you look at
0: those you look at these teams that we built, what do you uh And for the record, if if we were doing four rounds, uh Carson and Peterson would have been next for me. Breach, okay. let's hear who you were
3: considering.
2: If we had done one more round? Yeah, you were you having said, a tough you time. Us, yeah. Uh, I had Carson and Doug, Philip Rivers, and Frank Reich, and Jared Goff and Sean McVay.
0: Goff and McVay were there. For, that may be a misstep, a misstep by us, not going with Goff and McVay.
2: But I had those three because I had the last pick in the next round, theoretically. So I had to be planned ahead in case all my guys are off the table
3: is uh, Shanahan Jimmy G in that mix at all.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. thought about it.
0: So would you guys agree that you would rather have Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott over Jimmy G and Kyle Shanahan? by the way, Kyle Shanahan and Dak Prescott would kick ass. Why is Dak Prescott? Dak holds
1: onto the ball too. Yeah. I'm talking about Sean Watson. You weren't crazy about that. I feel like he operates pretty smoothly inside a system. Sean. The question is, how would Dak Prescott do in Billy O'Brien's system? Because I would imagine he would look a lot like Deshaun Watson running for his life every play.
0: I think Dak, Dak's so sturdy. He just doesn't, like well, he he's takes built he's, built, the way or, he's built. Like Deshaun and Wentz, you know, similar guys in terms of the amount of contact that they have to endure. Like Dak, Dak just doesn't, he's just built better than those guys. I don't know why those guys seem to take tougher hits. All right.
2: Yeah, I guess. Dak's
0: thick as a brick. Okay. Uh, I think the kids uh, say thick with a two
3: C's, Debo. You know? mm-hmm. Two C's, three C's, depends on how thick you are. Eight.
0: Dak
2: did is you, four C's. Did you interview Dak at the Super Bowl? Is that how you know that he's built? Because you looked at him and you're like, wow, you are like. I went to Dak's
0: uh, uh, camp down in Dallas a few years. Ten ago.
2: times more ripped than I am.
0: And we got to do a video shoot with him uh, afterwards. Where it was like a serious talks about things and stuff. So I've I've interviewed Dak a couple of times. I'm the one who told Dak to play out the franchise tag. He listened. No big deal. Do you remember you better than Russell does? <laughs> um okay, let's get out of here. Coming up uh tomorrow, Mailbag Friday. Mailbag Monday has been moved to Friday because we are uh doing nerd week next week. Thank you guys. Okay,
4: picture this.